You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 81. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm going to talk about what to do when people have judgments about you being a life coach. Now, uh, this is something that came up recently on one of our um, group training calls inside the academy. We had one of our students, who's a very gifted coach, mind you, say that she mentioned to somebody that she's a life coach, and that person had said, oh, well, good luck with that. And she felt judged, criticized when this happened, frustrated, And she wanted some support on how do you not let that get to you? So I know that this is a challenge that some coaches experience, and it's something that I've experienced in my journey as a coach. I've been in the industry for eight years now, and it was one of the fears I had getting into this is what if people judge me for being a life coach? Um, What if people perceive that as not a serious career path? How do you handle that? So that way you can stay true to this calling that you have to be a coach and not feel like you have to uh, get sidetracked when people make their comments. So I want to share with you what what I offered to this coach. And this will be helpful for you if you've ever felt judged at the idea, if you've ever felt judged for being a coach or if you're worried about others judging you or having opinions of you for being a life coach. Now, I have a really powerful podcast episode called Other People's Opinions. I think it's episode 38 or 39. And I go a lot deeper into that episode on, in general, whenever you feel criticized by others or you feel that a lot of people have judgments about you, how do you navigate life even though people have their judgments? So I recommend you listen to that episode if you want to build off of this one. So I want to start by sharing how judgment works and then I'll share my, my best tips for handling something like this. So when people have a judgment, the only reason that judgment would impact you is if a part of you believed that judgment. So here's what I mean by that. If you have brown hair and someone were to come up to you and say, oh, your blue hair is so ugly, it would have no impact on you. You'd probably laugh it off it wouldn't even resonate or land for you because you know that you have brown hair and this person is criticizing your blue hair, but it doesn't even exist, right? So when people judge you, you are only impacted by that judgment if part of you believes that judgment, okay? So when people, if someone were to come up to me and say, oh, you're a life coach, that's not even a real career path, I would have no reaction to that. I wouldn't be upset or frustrated or anything because I know what's true and I know what's tr- what is true about me. And one of the things you want to look into if you are concerned about other people's judgments is what is your opinion of you? What is your belief around your path in life and your values and your goals, 
right? Because the more that you can have your back on your opinion of yourself, the less other people's judgment is going to impact you. I'll say that one more time. The more solid you have an opinion of yourself and you have your back on that opinion, the less other people's judgments is going to impact you, okay? So I remember vividly one of the experiences that I was most thrown off by when I was starting out as a coach, probably my first my first year this happened, uh, I was beginning to promote a workshop. And this is when I was living in Vancouver, Canada. Um, these were my really humble beginnings as a coach. So I had been networking as much as I could around the city, telling people I was a life coach. And I remember I was going to the gym to work out. I was, I was a, a member at a nearby gym. And the, the team member for the gym that uh, enrolled me she and I got to know each other a little bit, and I told her I was starting a life coaching business. She was very intrigued, and I asked her if I'd be able to host a workshop in the gym. She was super on board, very supportive, and she not only allowed me to do it, but she said that I could set up a booth at nearby the gym entrance and put my business cards out and talk to people about the upcoming workshop. So I was so excited. I you know, got myself a bunch of business cards, set them out in front of the, the gym entrance. I had a whole table set up. I had flyers about the workshop and a sign-up sheet and all of that. And I was so eager to tell people about the workshop I was going to be hosting. And again, I was a really baby coach. I was brand new. I don't even know if I had a paying client yet at this point. If I did, I maybe only had one paying client. So I was very fresh in the industry. And uh, I think that when you're in that period, you can be a little more sensitive to other people's opinions. And, you know, it, sometimes the, that's an impressionable time for you as an entrepreneur. So it's really important that you develop a strong opinion of yourself so that way you become impenetrable. No other people's thoughts and judgments of you, they will not affect you. Okay. You are impenetrable to all of that. So, I had, I was not at that state, uh, unfortunately. And I realized that because a group of young women came up to me. There were about four of them, I think. And they asked me what I was, um, what I was offering. And I said, oh, I'm a life coach and I'm doing a workshop soon. And one of them looked at me and said, you're a life coach. Is that a joke? Are you serious? And she started laughing and her friends all started laughing. And I just stood there feeling completely ashamed I was embarrassed and I just felt like a spectacle, like a joke. I was a joke to them. And they, you know, walked away and I heard them continue to chuckle and laugh at me. Uh, and I felt pretty crushed in that moment. I felt that I was just, what I was doing was a joke. And I forced myself to stay and to continue to meet people and tell them about my workshop. And I did have a lot of people sign up for that workshop, but I remember leaving the gym. I couldn't get out of my head the experience that happened between me and the young women. And it really upset me because I knew I wanted to be a coach. I knew that this was my calling. And I so deeply wanted to help people because I know how powerful coaching is. And you probably know that as well. And yet there's that concern around, but what if other people aren't on board with it and they don't take it seriously? And the last thing you'd want is you know, to 
be a joke to somebody else. So I realized that a lot of things when, when that incident happened, I, I had a lot of time to reflect and really see what was true for me and how I could navigate the path moving forward. So my first idea was, okay, how can I avoid people's judgment? I don't want to feel judged. I don't like the feeling. And I thought long and hard about it. And I realized that people are going to judge you no matter what. They're going to judge you no matter what you do in life. So you cannot avoid people's judgment. And this is something you might need to remind your clients of if they're looking to pursue a goal, put themselves out there in a new way, share their voice to a new audience. Sometimes we have you know, coaches that want to put themselves out there online and one of their biggest fears is, what are people going to think of me when I start doing that? So people will judge you no matter what. What that means is they will judge, they will judge you if you're sharing your voice sharing your gifts with the world as a coach. People will judge you if you're living the biggest version of your life. And they're also going to judge you if you're playing small in life and if you are withholding your gifts and not sharing your voice. So people will judge you no matter what. And you get to decide what version of you that you want them to judge. So I, I had a really big epiphany in that moment. I realized this because I decided I want people to judge the big, powerful version of me that is sharing my voice with the world, that is putting myself out there as a coach. Bring on the judgment. When people are judging that version of me, that's how I know I'm doing something right. Because I don't want to play small. I don't want to have people's judgment on a version of myself I don't even want to be. So judgment's going to be there no matter what. You might as well get judged while living your truth, while being yourself, while sharing your gifts, okay? So people will judge you no matter what. That is the foundational thing that you must understand about other people's opinions. And so many people live their life at the effect of what they they are afraid other people will think of them. So many people withhold themselves from their own life because they just don't want people to judge them right? So think about in your own life, where are you holding back right now? If you weren't afraid of what anyone would think of you, what would you be doing differently in your life? And how could you honor that? How could you honor you? So people will judge no matter what. That's the first thing to know. The second is that when it comes to other people's judgments and thoughts, what people say is about them and what you make it mean is about you. Okay, what people say is about them. What you hear is about you. Okay, so here's what I mean by that. I'll break it down for you a little further. When someone says something, that says nothing about you. All it says is their vantage point in life. All it says is the lens in which they see the world through. So it has nothing to do with you until you make it mean something about you. What people say is about them. What you hear is about you. So when people are triggered and they become critical of others that are successful and that are sharing their gifts with the world, what that really means is that the person who's judging is just upset with themselves in their own life. Because they know that they are not living to their potential. So of course, it would be triggering for them to see someone else who's living a full life, 
when they know that they haven't made peace with the part of themselves that's not doing that. Okay, so when you, you know that this is happening for someone, if, if someone's criticizing you, right, it just shows how unhappy they are with themselves. Now, you don't need to reveal this to someone. You, you don't need to, you know, argue with them about it. It's just something to have in your awareness so that way you can have a little bit of compassion for people that are critical of others, people that are critical of other successes, people who feel insecure when other people are just celebrating their life. Right? You can have that little bit of a compassion and understanding while also still honoring yourself and not being impacted by other people's criticisms. You know that someone really is enjoying their life and happy when they are able to hear about others that are living their truth and not be offended by it, not be crit- uh, triggered. Right? Like when I hear about someone who is going to start a business or a friend or a family member that's thinking of starting a side hustle, I'm immediately excited for them. I'm so eager for them to succeed. I want them to succeed, right? Because I know how amazing it feels to share your voice with the world and live your truth and make a contribution. And I'm excited for them to experience that as well. Okay, so notice, how do you feel when you come across other people that are successful? Are you happy for them? Are you excited for them? Does it stir up some insecurity or inside of you? Because if so, you can tune into that and just think, okay, how can I honor myself more? How could I, uh, this person is, is inspiring something in me. How can I lift myself up and be ignited by this person's success? Okay, so when other people are triggered, when you tell them, oh, I'm starting a business or I'm becoming a life coach, whatever it might be, that just says everything about how they're playing small in their own life, okay? So that's what I mean when I say what, what people say is about them. Now, the other part of that statement is what you hear is about you, okay? So notice what your interpretation is when you hear someone say, make a comment, because all they're saying is words. It's neutral, right? There's no energy charged to it until you start giving it meaning. So I remember when I was supporting this coach that I mentioned earlier, who was frustrated when, when the, the, she came across this guy who said, oh, you're starting a coaching business. Good luck with that. What she made it mean was I might not be successful. What if I fail as a coach? That's the reason why she was so upset by this comment. Okay. So whatever you make someone's comment mean, you need to look at your own thoughts and you need to resolve those. So when I was supporting this coach through this challenge and we realized that her interpretation was, what if I'm not successful? I might not become successful as a coach. I asked her, well, how much do you believe that? What are you really afraid could happen? And as we shined a light on her fear, she realized I know I'm going to be successful. That doesn't even make sense. Now that I think about it, I know that I'm going to be successful. And she was able to just let that fear dissipate, let it go. And that's often what happens, I'd say, about half of the time when you shine a light on a fear. We teach a, a skill inside the academy that helps you go really deep and be able to you know, shine a light on people's fears. Half of the time when the client's able to realize it and vocalize their fear, they go, oh, that was it? yeah, that's not even that scary. Or I know that's not even going to happen anyway. 
So there's no reason for me to be so afraid of it. I call that the Wizard of Oz effect, right? You know from the Wizard of Oz, when they get to the end of the, of the film, they make it all the way to Oz, the great and powerful Oz that they're so intimidated and concerned and worried about, and then they realize it's just some little guy tinkering around behind a curtain. That's how our fears often work. Once we shine a light on them, they just dissipate. They go away. So this particular coach, she's like, you know, that's so silly. I would even question my own success because I know that I'm going to be successful. Like the idea of, of failing is just not even going to happen. So what is your opinion of yourself, right? Like if you have an interpretation of what someone says, ask yourself, do I believe that though? Is there a part of me that even believes what I'm making it mean? Okay. Now, if there is a part of you that's scared about failing or the worst case scenario, then my recommendation is to give equal airtime to the best case scenario. So your brain already did the job of thinking, what's the worst thing that could happen? So you might as well also entertain the opposite, which is what's the best thing that could happen? What would it look like if you blew yourself away? What would it look like if you were, if you just achieved all of your wildest dreams? And answer those questions for yourself. Really get clear about them. It's only fair when you're able to give equal airtime to the best case scenario if your brain already has given attention to the worst case scenario, okay? So the next tip I, I want to offer you if you are worried if people judge, will judge you for being a life coach is asking yourself, is this person my ideal client anyway? <laughs> because more often than not, they are not even ideal for you and they're not even ideal for coaching. So here's what I believe about coaching. I believe that everyone on the planet can benefit from coaching. There's no doubt about it. However, not everyone is ideal for coaching. Okay, everyone on the planet can benefit from coaching 100%. However, not everyone can will actually be a good fit to work with a coach. Uh, I did a podcast episode where I dive a little bit deeper deeper into this called How to Attract Ideal Coaching Clients. It's episode number 74. Okay? So, here's the thing. Not everyone on the planet needs to be excited about life coaching in order for you to be very successful as a life coach. I know that part of you wants everybody to be on board with life coaching, and the reality is not everyone is. And that's not a bad thing, right? Just like when therapy started to become a service, there were a lot of people that were very skeptical and they were critical about therapists, people that think, why on earth would you pay somebody? to talk about your feelings and talk about your childhood. There are still people today who believe that and their opinion will probably never change. And that's okay, right? So I compare to therapy because coaching is, is, is a, in a similar realm where it's a service that you're offering where you're doing a lot of thought work with people. You're helping people navigate through their thinking so they can move forward in their life. So you don't need everyone to be on board with coaching. You don't need people to understand it, right? Not everyone needs to uh, be excited about life coaching. So people still will judge therapy just like people still will judge coaching and that's not going to change. People will think it's weird, it's pointless, it's just not necessary. And that's okay because those people are going to live their lives And you've got to focus on the people that do want coaching, the people that are interested, 
the people that are leaning in to the conversation when you're when you're talking about your coaching with them. You've got to stay in your lane and just focus. One of my mentors would say, focus on where the love is. Just focus on where the love is. Like I remember one time I went to a networking event and there were about three other people that I started talking to and I told them I was a life coach and immediately I saw two of those people tune out very quickly. They just obviously weren't interested based on their body language. But there was one person in the group that her eyes lit up when I started talking about coaching. Now, I could have been discouraged and shut down when I saw that a couple of people in the group were no longer showing interest, but instead... I just focus on that one person that was leaning in. So you need to make that a practice that you do when you talk about coaching. You've got to just focus on the people out there that are curious, that are interested. And that leads me to my very last tip on how to handle when people judge you for being a life coach. And that is remembering that you have absolutely nothing to prove. You have nothing to prove as a life coach. I made an episode on this episode 68, it's called, you have nothing to prove as a life coach. You don't need to convince anyone of, of anything. So the coach who brought up this concern, she said that she had this urge to start educating this guy about coaching after he made it, he made the comment, Oh, good luck with that. Um, and he started to, I think he also mentioned some other criticisms. She had the urge to educate him about coaching and why people need coaching and the value of it. And I just told her there's no reason for you to do that because it's notice your intention behind educating someone. If your intention is to prove coaching, is to prove yourself to them, then this this is not a healthy way to grow your business. This is not this is trying to like offer something to someone that doesn't want it. So you feel like you're persuading them or convincing them, and you don't have to do any of that. Okay. So there are people out there that are judgmental. And there are people out there that are curious, okay? When people have judgment, stay away from those people. Don't engage with those people. Don't educate those people. Let them have their judgment. But then there are going to be people that are curious. And you'll know they're curious. They're interested. Those are the people you want to engage in. Those are the people that you want to answer their questions. And you want to stay in touch with those people. So there will be people who judge. And there will be those who are curious. Put your focus on those who are curious, okay? When you do this, when you, when you realize you have nothing to prove, you just stand in your power as a coach and you really do become unshakable, right? You are able to just be an embodiment of coaching and because you own yourself and you own your, your gifts, you own your value so much You believe so deeply in who you are and what you're offering. And when you can get into that space, you begin attracting people to you. You start magnetizing people to you, okay? I call it client magnetism. Inside the academy, we have a a client magnet masterclass. It's called the Client Magnet Masterclass. It's an entire business development program that our students get included with their tuition, And a big part of that program is all about how do you magnetize people to you so you don't feel like you're out there trying to convince the world why they need life coaches. You have no reason to do that. There's really no point to it, right? When you can just own who you are and you believe in the power of coaching, you believe in what you're doing and you're able to know 
the value that you offer, people will be attracted to that. They will be drawn to you. You won't have to even say much because they're just going to be attracted to your energy that you put out into the world. Okay. So that's what I got on what to do if people judge you for being a life coach. Remember, people are going to judge you no matter what. Let them judge the version of you that's living your fullest life. All right, that's what I got for this episode. Before you go, here's a clip from a short interview I did with one of our coaches inside Thriving Coach Academy. So enjoy hearing about their story and their path to success, and I will see you in the next episode. My name is Hojan Kim, and since uh, several years ago, I've been thinking about my next chapter. I've been in corporate world, but I didn't think I want to be in corporate world for the rest of my life. So I wanted to do something else uh, in my life. So I was exposed to the concept of coaching uh, quite a long time ago. I started Thriving Coaching Academy program and learned that this coaching that I'm learning is very different from what I was learning from corporate world. This is really about focusing on the humans and help them to find who they are and what's the best thing for them and help them have a better life. There are some people in my around to me say like, do you really have to take such a program? Can't you learn from reading books and uh, watching YouTube videos and all those things? So I was estimating how long it will take if I do that. And it will take, I don't remember exactly, but many, many months. While compared to if I go through this academy, they just teach everything from the proven way. So I don't have to do a lot of trial and errors. So it was comparing the time if I just read and research and watching YouTube videos about coaching and trying to uh, learn about coaching versus uh, going through this uh, well-defined program where they already tested out, proved it, and just teach it what's the best, then I can save a lot of time. Uh, all the coaching skills I explained in really easy way to follow. I continually surprised by the depth of what I learned, and I'm genuinely impressed by how easy TCA made it, uh, made all the coaching skills to learn for everyone. I personally have noticed myself, but also other students in the program improving their coaching skills drastically in only a few months of time span. So I think that was really amazing. Driving Coaching Academy staffs, students, and also the graduates, they are all not only just kind and supportive and all that, but they're also super helpful and provide like external feedback and really support each other. And I learned so many things that I will run into things in the future, even before I get there. So when I see it coming, then I'm not really worried or stressed or fear like, oh my God, I'm more like, oh, this is what they've been telling me about. Like, bring it on, I'm ready. So they really helped me to set up as a, this career to be successful. I joined Thriving Coach Academy classes since January. And then I really thought this will be my next chapter, but I thought it'll take at least a year or two. I never imagined that I can start doing this 100% in like this year or same year. But as I experienced what they are teaching about coaching and the business building, I think in June, July, I was starting to think, I can do it now. Why wait? <laughs> So about six, seven months later that I started the experience with Driving Coaching Academy, I actually quit my full-time job and I'm 100% with the coaching business. Because of all the support I got from Driving Coaching Academy, I feel more confident than the other times I made career changes. 
I feel like I have all the right information, I have all the right support, and I can do it. Yeah, if there are people who's serious about coaching and considering Driving Coaching Academy, trust the process. I actually heard this many times from other coaches and staff. Uh, trust the process, it works. But honestly, at the beginning, I didn't believe it. Not that I had any doubt. I just didn't believe it yet. It was, I was new. But now, uh, after six, seven months of experiencing uh, Driving Coach Academy's program and the environment, I do trust. That's why I quit my job and <laughs> doing 100% of business. I do trust the, the process works. I just need to keep doing it. And I have all the support I have. So I would advise them to do the same. I did the research on some other programs and did hear from other people. And still, I'm convinced that this is the best out there. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coach's secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.